And Justin, you are not in Springfield, Missouri today. Let's just get that out of the way because you have a triple header of events in Brookings. Yeah, I got some other things I need to be back to support. Our uh, wrestling outing, which has turned into a sold-out, uh, several groups on every hole. Uh, a great opportunity to connect with so many uh, fantastic alums and supporters of our program. Uh, many of the former All-Americans and national champions mm-hmm. are back. and uh, So that's a great event. And then, uh, obviously, with uh, Dan George Alice and our volleyball program uh, playing here uh, at 1 o'clock. And uh, we've got at 6 o'clock... Uh, soccer against usd so i wanted to be here to support uh, some of our other student athletes so i'm turning this one over to uh, to you and the gang to get one done down in springfield well certainly the fans know about trying to juggle all the events that go on at times they're watching one game on video while another game's going on in person or they're listening to one and watching another but you're going through all that and then some on a lot of these days yeah, you know, I, I've been pretty good uh, about uh, following along. I've got every kind of box score uh, <laughs> and Jackrabbit app and Twitter uh, feed going uh, during game days. And uh, and the fall is great because we do. We have so many sports that are competing, uh, you know, over the weekends. And um, so to keep track of all of our student athletes and all the things going on and uh, certainly makes me appreciate for our fans, uh, you know, trying to do the same thing. But, uh, yes, I am uh, definitely, if I can't be, on the sideline of a game, uh, I'm definitely tuned in somewhere. But you did get an opportunity to support the SDSU women's golf team in person at the Brookings Country Club earlier this week. Jacks take second, uh, share an individual championship. I know golf some near and dear to your heart, and to see how that program is progressing is always neat. Yeah, and to have uh, home opportunities, you know, I've been here starting my 14th fall, and we've had very few. A couple of our home opportunities have been down in uh, Sioux Falls or in Valentine, Nebraska, and so uh, this is the second time we've been able to host a, a women's tournament at Brookings Country Club. Really appreciative of the country club uh, and their willingness to do it, and then the course is fantastic. It's a great challenge. You could tell by the scores. Uh, uh, it was it was a, a very challenging couple days with the wind, and, and then uh, to see our women compete you forget actually how good they are and I do get an opportunity to play with them a little bit in the summertime and uh, cross paths it's one sport you know as an AD you can kind of jump in the fray and into the arena and play a little bit and um, I'm still just uh, how they handle the pressure and and just to watch them perform and to have Alex Candlin be able to win kind of her first win on the college circuit she's had some tremendous success in the summer times uh but uh being from rapid city and being a senior and a leader really neat to see her walk through the door and then uh, erica schneider our coach has done a great job uh, in that transition period of being our first women's head coach and uh so we're excited about the future uh with our golf programs why was it so important to you for Erica and then for Parker to split that up? Because in the past, you'd had one coach overseeing both men's and women's golf. Now you have one men's coach, one women's coach. Why? Yeah, and and, and Brody uh, Hollinger has been able to, a former student-athlete of ours, to work with both teams. Yes. And so I think, you know, just that um, kind of concentrated effort on one part of the program, uh, for me, opportunity to hire a, wo- a woman leader, um, someone that uh, our student-athletes could look up to. She's got a tremendous, Erica has a tremendous playing uh, background, uh, was outstanding in college, but also played some tour uh, um, uh, events, uh, Symmetra Tour, for four years. So I think those 
those lessons and being able to communicate. The games are a little different. The way the courses are set up are a little different. There's some subtleties to that. At the same time, both of them are committed to kind of keep our teams together too because they create great friendships. They all can play uh, their sport together. And so to mix things up, to keep it interesting, um, I think there's some wonderful things. And uh, Parker, uh, obviously having played here uh, before too, and that connection to Brookings, I've got two people that are really uh, in tune with our kids' experiences, and, and I'm really excited about having each of them lead. And then Brody is such a good uh, go-between in helping manage. The last thing I'd say is, you know, uh, you take five or six to a tournament, to compete, those that have to stay at home still need somebody to work with them or still need to practice. And so having uh, those spread, spread out and set up uh, that way, I think, helps uh, for us to have a great experience. Let's turn the tables to Jackrabbit football and the home games. We had a prolonged conversation last week coming off the first home game. A lot of things went really well. Maybe a thing or two that needed some fine-tuning from the first home game, which there typically always is when you have that first home game because you're getting used to some things. You throw Sodexo into the mix, the brand-new food service provider here at South Dakota State. You're going to have a little bit of growing pains. But the second week, I mean, I heard all positives. I'm assuming it was very similar for you that whatever little wrinkles needed to be ironed out, that uh, we got the right temperature set on the iron and we got everything nice and, and flat. Yeah, well, first, uh, the size of the crowds and having all of you come out and support us uh, always makes it challenging, you know, just to create customer service. and Over 31,000 fans for those first two games, two of the ten most attended games in SDSU football history. Yeah, and that just that puts, uh, you know, it, just in terms of timing especially, and as people get here and trying to get them in the stadium and, and certainly getting concessions, uh, um, you're going to have lines. It, it's going to take a little bit when you're trying to work that many people in, but I thought, um, you know, my facility staff did an amazing job adjustment from one week to the next, especially on traffic outflow. Now, it helped that um, it was spread out a little more maybe than the previous game, but we changed a few things up based on the, the first game. Uh, you know, alcohol sales went extremely well. Um, again, the weather was perfect. Uh, you know, the feelings in the building uh, were just really good. And, and to have students show up the, the way they have and, and to stay uh, throughout the game, uh, the pride has been awesome. And they're, they're big this year you know with the the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade and uh, so it's just you know it's just been really magical to be in that uh, building and I've gotten nothing but really really positive comments the first two weekends and you bring up the pride 344 members strong led by Dr. Kevin Kessler but there's so much to game day there's the pride there's the the spirit squads the cheer and dance teams certainly the football teams themselves all the events going on uh, whether it's at timeouts or in between quarters or even at halftime you've got some luminaries coming out and there's folks trying to organize all that there's a lot of things happening there are. I, you know, we probably have 300 people working uh, just to help make all those things go. And then obviously the, the size of when you get into tailgating five hours before game time and then bringing everybody into the stadium and, and then trying to do that with a smile, with customer service, to make sure you feel like you're home, you're welcome. Like that's the best part of South Dakota State. And uh, we've got great student athletes, really fun to watch games, but all those other things are part of that whole experience. Uh, you know, and when families bring kids we want those kids to want to be a jackrabbit you know and so there, there's a lot of weight on a football weekend um, you know it's great for the university there's some great entertaining we're working with donors but yes there is a lot of stuff that happens on a Saturday and um, we uh, have a blast trying to pull it off and you speak to that 
today and next Saturday have their own challenges as well because this particular day, like we're talking about, you have home events both on campus with volleyball and then turn around you have soccer coming up tonight so you have two events at different facilities that require uh, different processes next week you're going to have football volleyball double headers so you're right in the same area but again two totally different events so while everybody focuses on what it's like to have a home football game and all of the uh, situations with that the next couple of Saturdays can be trying for Jeff Holm and his staff as well. Yeah, well, and it just uh, the messages, the marketing, the radio, like all the technical pieces to pulling off two different venues, really switching from one to another. And, uh, you know, again, I'm so lucky to have such a great staff. One, I have people that want to do the work, that are excited to be here. Uh, honestly, it doesn't feel like work. We, we take a lot of pride and, and I have a lot of joy in the accomplishments of pulling off those days. We kind of like when it's challenging, <laughs> um, you know, but uh, uh, the communication has to be great. You have to have great uh, workers and people willing to do work and then you have to have enough talented people that while one's kind of closing down one venue you're opening up another and so um, you know the biggest compliment I can give is as an AD I, I put my head on my pillow and sleep it really easy because I know uh, our folks are going to take care of it and do really well. And if I could, the Datronics production, which, of course, soccer, it's its own element, but volleyball, basketball, wrestling, football, those events, the Datronics video board, and it's Eric Ray in particular who's managing that staff, pulling all the things together, the job he does, nobody realizes how smooth he makes everything look and how many hours he spends around here making sure it comes off as well as it does. Yeah, he, he's. Uh, it's funny because his work is very, very visible, and he's probably the biggest behind-the-scenes guy we have, you know, that dynamic. And, uh, you know, he's a jackrabbit through and through. He cares about this place. He puts in a lot of hours uh, in the uh, preseason getting things up, trying to put new uh, uh, pieces into it, um, but really programming what's going to happen for the day. And I often joke, and when I walk by, hey, are you ready to go today? Because you're responsible for making sure that everyone's ready to go. You know, like that feel in the building, it, and and we joke about it, but there's a lot of truth. That feel in the building really comes from the shots that we get, the way we're able to work through corporate sponsor messages and replays and all the things in action. He's a um, a producer, you know, and so he is calling the action as they're they're working through it. Um, we're really lucky to have a talented guy like uh, like E Ray. All right, I want to get your perspective on this because this is a huge football game coming up today, South Dakota State, Missouri State. And you look at the Bears program, they've been in a 30-year playoff drought before Coach Bobby Petrino got there, and they've been to the playoffs now two consecutive seasons, both in the same calendar year, both the spring and fall of 21. And now here they are, uh, top 10 ranked, uh, really believe they're a national championship contender, and this is a game they've marked on their calendars, and it's sort of a proving ground of sorts. And how many times you and I have sat here when SDSU's gone into a big game five, six, eight years ago and talked about, here's a chance for SDSU to establish itself, to put itself on the map, to really make a statement. And now it feels like the tables have turned, and here's Missouri State in that role that the Jacks were in a few years ago, and here's SDSU and John Stiglmeyer's program that, like we have discussed recently, one of the elite programs in the FCS. It's just interesting because you and I have sat here on one end of it, and now we're hearing the folks from Missouri State, they're on that end, and we're on a different end of it. 
it's fascinating, isn't it? It really is. And um, and every season, you know, certainly has its own wrinkle. You know, we're, we're obviously still kind of finding our identity, uh, uh, you know, on both sides and certainly with some new faces and kind of managing through some injuries and those kinds of things, things we've talked about the last couple of weeks. Um, at the same time, uh, we've got very talented uh, student athletes. And I think our program where we shifted five or six years ago was, um, you know, our very best football wins every game on our schedule. And, uh, you know, in years past, maybe early in the transition years, uh, we needed somebody maybe to be off a little bit or to have a few turnovers or maybe some things to go our way. Uh, now it's just controlling what you can control and playing the best you can play. And that's a very different place to be as a program. Now, that's very different than me saying, well, we're going to win today or we're going to win every game we play. No, we still have to play at that level. Missouri State's coming in, and they're starting to play at that level. Uh, but they're also trying to prove themselves. And we've been through that where you're trying to walk through the door, and there's just that little extra. And sometimes it can be pressure, and sometimes it can be just the greatest opportunity. And so those two forces meeting today, it will be very interesting to see uh, you know, how our guys handle it. I think tr traditionally we play really well on the road. I think they eliminate distractions they're right on target with their assignments and we tend to play well uh, when we go on these road trips and we are going to have to play well today and I will throw this nugget at you today will mark the 300th career game for John Stigelmeyer as the head coach of the Jackrabbit football program Wow, that's uh, that's quite a quite a number, um, you know. And when you're uh, in football, it's not like you're uh, playing uh, baseball in 52 games a year, 56 games a year. It's uh, that's that's a pretty amazing uh, statistic. And Although we would love to see Stig in the uniform of the Jackrabbit football team, like a baseball manager wears the same uniform. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that uh, Coach Stig's going to do that. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's obviously Obviously, very experienced. Uh, you know, he's been through. Uh, well, he's been through seeing this program through his students' eyes, and many, many years ago. And obviously, have a chance to come back and be an assistant coach, and then our head coach. And uh, boy, three hundred games is absolutely amazing. And um, you know, and and he's the best version of himself now at game three hundred. And and you don't get to say that all the time. So um, uh, amazing record. That's a great accomplishment. Yeah, and to your point again, he spent six years as the D coordinator, and then he spent three uh, as an assistant coach. So literally from 1988 on, he's been there for every Jackrabbit football game. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And going through a transition and going through different coaches yeah. and all the things that happen over that period of time. And yet I would say we're as familiar as we've ever been. Mm -hmm. You know, I think how we put it together, what people expect of our program, the kind of uh, guys that come into it, uh, that academics are still a priority. Um, we might have a few shinier facilities around, you know, to support them. But uh, by and large, uh, uh, we are uh, absolutely people know what Jackrabbit football is all about well we know you have a busy day today back in brookings enjoy it and uh we'll talk next week when we're both together back at dana j dykow stadium yeah thanks tyler looking forward to this one